I wish we would brag on ourselves more without being worried or concerned about how others would perceive that. I love that you said that so much because I do too. I see women do amazing things all day long, every day, right? Like in all areas of my life, I see women do amazing things and so often they don't want to own it. Welcome to the Secrets of Supermom show, where we explore how successful busy moms battle overwhelm, beat burnout, and stay happy in the process. I'm your host, Lori Oberbreckling, wife, mom of four, corporate executive, photographer, and author of the book, Secrets of Supermom, how extraordinary moms succeed at work and home, and how you can too. Hey, hey friend, welcome to episode number 98 of the Secrets of Supermom show. I cannot believe that episode 100 is just around the corner. I am so excited to share that this is going to be a special rapid fire, ask me anything episode. So if you want a question answered live on the podcast, send me an email or pop your question into a DM or text me at 623-257-MOMS. That's 623-257-6667. I cannot wait to answer all of your burning questions. All right, ladies, do you get a big opportunity and then the self-doubt starts to creep in? Do you maybe accomplish something really big, but then you're afraid to share it for fear of kind of being braggy or conceited? I know this has certainly happened to me, and our guest today, Dr. Jessica Houston, shares ways to conquer this self-doubt so that you can recognize your value and share it. Dr. Houston was named one of the top 50 speakers by Real Leaders, and she travels nationally and internationally, inspiring thousands of college students, corporate executives, and conference attendees every single year. She's the founder of Elite Speakers Institute, a comprehensive training program for coaches and speakers. Dr. Houston has surmounted experiences with poverty, depression, low self-confidence, and intimate partner violence, which fuels her passion for helping others overcome obstacles and lead abundant lives. Her messaging is influenced by her expertise in personal growth, leadership development, and workplace wellness, which expands more than a decade. Please join me in welcoming Dr. Jessica Houston to the show. Hey, hey, friends, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have Dr. Jessica Houston with me today. Welcome. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. I, uh, I am excited for our topic today um, because I feel like I'm going to learn a lot today. So that I'm really excited about that. But I would love for you just to tell us a little bit about you and your family before we get started. So, yes, I am a professor of social work. I've been a professional speaker, coach, and trainer for 10 years now. Um, Mom, of course, I have a 10-year-old wife, um, and I am just the most, I guess, (laughs) interesting person. (laughs) I would say the most interesting person that you can be around because I can be funny, I can be serious, I can be intellectual, goofy, like I like to dance, have fun. So I am all of the above, but um, I definitely love teaching, learning, and just enjoying life because I've come to realize that life is going to happen anyway, so you may as well enjoy the ride. Heck yeah, you have all the sides and you're, you're enjoying every one of them. I love it. So good. Okay. We are going to talk today about a topic that I think really will resonate with our moms. We have, 
you know, we have super moms. We are ambitious. We're driven. We are excited to do new things, sometimes terrified and still trying to do new things. And a lot of us start something new and exciting, whether that be a career or starting a business or becoming a mom. And that self-doubt starts to creep in and creep in and creep in. And I want to just kind of start talking about that because I think that you work with women and, and see this. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So tell me why, what is, what, what is happening here? Why do we get excited and then doubt ourselves? Um, and then let's talk about like what we can do, right? What can we do about it? Absolutely. I think, I think that that initial, I always say, if you have a desire, then that desire has been placed there for a reason. And basically what it is that you are seeking is available to you. And the only person stopping you is yourself. And a lot of times what happens is we get excited and then we start thinking about, I don't have this. And for example, I have a client who she kept putting off her course, coaching, speaking like, oh, I want to do. And I'm like, well, when are you going to get started? And she said, the truth is, I'm waiting until I finish my degree. I've got one more year left. And I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> you're sitting on all of this greatness and you're waiting to finish a degree. She's like, well, yeah, because I don't think anybody's going to want to hear from me. And I'm like, what? So it's just things like that. Sometimes we're thinking about a certification and our clients are like, can you help me? Like a certification is great. I'm glad you're a certified coach, but can you help me? Can you help my employees? Can you help me become more productive? And so a lot of times we're looking at it from the outside, looking in and thinking, well, I don't have the skill. I don't have the credentials or what if I make a fool of myself? Well, what if you do? You just pick yourself up and do it again until you get better. <laughs> so that's the truth. And I think um, sometimes we stop ourselves from reaching our full potential simply because in our minds, we're not good enough, but you really don't know what you can't do until you at least attempt to do it until you take some action, mm. right? So I may be getting ahead, but, but really um, a lot of times that doubt just stems from your, your thought processes, looking at your past. Well, I've never done that before. So how do I know that I can do it? And I think women, I know for a fact, and um, I have this conversation all the time with my sister because we have a brother who he's like, he's the incredible Hulk. <laughs> I've got, if he's got 10% of what they're asking for, he's like, I've got this. And we're like, oh gosh, they asked for 20 things and I've got 18. I'm not going to apply. Like he's not like that. But yeah. women, we, we seem to like, if I don't have every single thing, if I don't feel like I'm qualified, if I don't feel like I'm brilliant enough, then I'm not going to do it. I'm, I'm going to doubt myself. And so yeah. that is something we've got to work on, I believe, as women. It's so interesting. Like he's able to focus on that 10% edge, right? Like that he's like, oh, I've got this. So clearly I can fill in the rest. Whereas we flip that entirely and focus on the 10% we don't have, right? Well, they wanted the degree or they wanted the certification or they wanted this one experience, even though I have 20 others that 
could completely fill that space, right? We we think, oh, but but if I don't have this, so I must not be good enough to reach it. Whereas he's the exact opposite. Well, I have this little part, so of course I'll be fine. Of course they're gonna love me, right? Right. Right. <laughs> and and we. As women, I feel like it's so hard for us to get that, oh, they're going to love me, right? Where it's always that flip to, oh, they're, they're going to notice, they're going to find me out. They're going to see this one thing that I don't have. And that's going to be the game changer. You know, it's going to, they're going to push me out. They're going to send me away. And, and that doesn't happen, right? It, it so often doesn't happen if we really were to try it, but Mm -hmm. we're so worried that it might that we don't even try is what you're saying, right? You're saying that we don't even know if we could do it until we try it, but we're so focused on that one thing we don't have that we don't even try. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. So I know you work with women that you're seeing this, right? You see this a lot. You see us kind of these same patterns in different things, whether it's probably starting a business or trying to get a promotion or a new job or starting something new and exciting, right? Even a new project. And so where can we start to make this change where we can be like your brother and we can be like, I got the 10%, so clearly this is mine. Yes, I think um, we have to look at the intellectual side because women do overthink a lot. I think we have to start to look at our past accomplishments, achievements, accolades, because we're often taught to you know, be humble and you know, girls are to be seen and not heard. And, oh, you don't want to be conceited. Oh, you don't wanna be bossy. So we have all of these negative connotations and those can also, they can also hold us back. Mm. And so I think it's important that we begin to like, oh, you know what, I am good at this. So like I do, I am statements to help me if I start to feel a little uneasy about things. And let me tell you, I'll be fully transparent. It does not go away. It's just, I have to decide that I'm not gonna let it hold me back because there are some opportunities that come up right now. And I'm like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. I just said yes to this. Oh my goodness, can I do this? Like I still do that. (laughs) And so it's like, you know what? I'm gonna do it. Just like I can coach my clients into doing it. I have to be able to do that as well. So to begin to say, you know what I did, I did do that. I did, I did help someone to feel better about themselves when they were, I did help someone reorganize their home, whatever it is that you're really good at. You have to begin to own it and brag on yourself. I wish we would brag on ourselves more without being worried or concerned about how others would perceive that. I love that you said that so much because I do too. I see women do amazing things all day long, every day, right? Like in all areas of my life, I see women do amazing things. And so often they don't want to own it. They don't want to say this. I just totally kicked butt in there, right? <laughs> they don't want to walk out of a, of a conference room and be like, I just owned that interview or, oh my goodness, that team loves me, right? Yeah. They don't want to say that because of, right. You said, can you use the word conceited? And that is exactly the word that comes to our mind, right? We don't want to seem conceited, but it is absolutely 100% okay to be proud of the amazing things that you've done in your life, because there are probably tons of them. And we're allowed to focus on those and say, this was amazing. And Mm -hmm. I did this thing. And because I've done this thing, I know I can do that thing too. Right. 
Absolutely. And it changes. I just want those who are listening to try it because I've even noticed that my energy changes. I seem to attract more opportunities when I'm confident in myself. And when I'm saying things like the examples you just gave, it's like I get more opportunities when I own my brilliance and my genius or when I apply or submit a proposal and I'm like, oh, this is good. This is good. Like, and then I get a call back. (laughs) Yes. Yes, because people are drawn to that energy, right? They want to be inside of that energy. They don't want to be inside of the doubtful energy of the, it's probably going to go terrible energy, right? They want to be inside of the, this is going to be amazing energy. And so, and you give that off regardless of, you know, regardless of how you actually feel inside, regardless of what's coming up for you. If you can push past that, you're saying that if you can say, this still comes up for me, right? This is still inside, but I'm able to say, nope, I hear you. I see you. I see you trying to hold me back and I'm going to let you hang out in there. You can stay with me, but I'm going to push past it anyway. I'm going to move to the next step. I am going to apply for the job or put in the proposal or, or send, reach out to that new client that I know is, would totally love my, you know, unbelievable skills. Absolutely. We tell ourselves a lot of stories and we just have to begin to tell ourselves the right stories. Yeah. So if, if somebody's listening, you know, our ambitious women are listening and they're going, Oh goodness, that's totally me. <laughs> right? Because I bet a lot are going, Oh, I totally hold myself back, but I can't push past it. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to start. What could we tell them? Like, what could they start thinking when you know, you said, I know you said one thing is focus on the amazing things you've already done. Like those are already in the past. Think about all the amazing things you've already done, but how else can we kind of push past some of this? Yeah. So I I always go to my truth and my truth is that like, I know I'm a good listener. I know that I'm a good speaker. So I start to, because my mind, it has to be real to me. So I can't be like, I'm a millionaire. No, I'm not. (laughs) I I have to say things that are real to me and then I can build upon that. So it's like, I am a a great speaker. And so even though I may be nervous when I have to speak in front of others, I'm prepared. I've done well 10 times already. So I'm really confident that even though this is a much bigger audience than I'm accustomed to speaking to, I'm really confident that I will do well. And mm. so I, I go to my truth and then I build upon that. And so you won't always have a, a coach or a cheerleader in your corner. And so you've got to learn how to build yourself up. And another way is to be prepared. So for example, if you have an interview and you're nervous then just be so prepared that like there is not a single question they can ask you that you're not going to just blow them away. Yeah. So for me, that always helps to be really, really, really prepared. Yes. To know it so well that no one can throw you off. And I love that you said that you go to your truth. So you're not saying I'm the best speaker that's ever walked on this stage, right? Because that wouldn't feel true to you. You're like, I know there's amazing speakers out there, but you could say, 
I am a powerful speaker. I have changed pe- the way people think with my speeches in the past, right? I am a prepared speaker. I am I am an honest speaker, right? You could say all of those things and those might feel unbelievably true and and powerful for you to be able to say I can do this whether it's, you know, 50 people or 10,000. Right. And I have to tell myself that. <laughs> there have been times <laughs> yeah. I've been like, oh my goodness, I said yes to that. Now I got to do it. <laughs> but it's okay. It's okay because once you do it, then it's not as tough the second time and the third time and the fourth time. Yeah. Yeah. You talk a little bit about self-awareness and how that kind of interacts with self-doubt. Can you talk a little bit about that? So I found that a lot of times we are so focused on what's going on around us, on the kids, our husband, our job, our businesses, that we're not taking that time for ourselves. And when you can do a check-in with yourself, when you can self-assess, am I, am I overwhelmed? Can I use additional support right now? Am I taking on too much? And when, am I happy? <laughs> like, am I fulfilled? So I, I believe in asking the tough questions and responding honestly. Mm. And when you do that, you're, you're more prepared for whatever it is that you may come up against because you know you've done that check-in and then you can begin to put the resources and supports in place to support you for whatever challenges that may arise. Yeah. And I know like when you said, you know, you're checking in and saying, am I overwhelmed? I know for me, if I am overwhelmed, if I have a lot on my plate, I'm not asking for help, then the doubts do start to come in, especially with the new things, right? So I'm doing so many things I know how to do. And as soon as something new comes up, the doubt is even bigger and the, oh my goodness, I'm never going to be able to do this well or do this right or or be proud of this because I'm overwhelmed with the other things. So I think that makes so much sense asking yourself, am I overwhelmed? Do I need help? At, you know, Am I taking care of myself? Because for me, that helps me prevent some of that self-doubt just before I even get started, right? It doesn't take it away. It doesn't get rid of it and make me super confident all the time, but it certainly gives me a better chance. Yeah. And we can't, I mean, that's the thing. I always have people saying, well, how can I get rid of the doubt? And I'm like, the only way to get rid of it is to do that thing you're afraid of and prove to yourself, because that's really what it's all about. It's proving to yourself that you can do it. It's self-doubt. Yeah, (laughs) We doubt ourselves much more than others do. Like if you have a sister or a girlfriend, like they're like, oh, you got this. And you're like, but I'm scared. They're like, you can do it. I'm just like, ah, like it's us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're cheering you from the sidelines going, of course, she's going to be amazing because she's always amazing. And you're like, I'm not amazing. No, but right. it's not me. we don't see yeah. it. We're t- yeah. We don't see it. We're so close to it. And I mean, the humility is, is a good thing, but then you do have to, again, going back to owning Owning that you're brilliant, owning that you, oh, you had a really, really good idea. You closed the big, like you've got to really keep track. It's so easy for us to keep track of what's not going right, but keep track of what has gone right and what you have done well. Yeah. We, I um, have a coach that I've worked with that talks about like wins of the week, right? Every week saying, okay, what really went well this week? Because you're right. So often we are geared to 
well, I didn't finish this from my checklist and I didn't get that, you know, task done all the way, or my house is a big mess, or my kids are mad at me, or, you know, I've gotten a fight with my spouse, not, but I also had an amazing date night. And I also had this really connected time with one of my kiddos. And I, you know, I also finished this huge, amazing project and everyone loved it. Right. We, we end up just focusing so much on the didn't do's instead of the did do's and, and the amazing stuff and being able to just really feel confident and proud of those things. Cause I think you can be proud and confident and also humble, right? I don't think that those are mutually exclusive at all. Absolutely. Yeah. She's nodding. Yeah. I love it. Absolutely. What, um, you talk a little bit about habits too. I know kind of habits that leaders can put into place. Are there habits that we can put into place that can actually help us prevent some of this self-doubt. I know we said we can't get rid of it. And I'm, I'm totally with you on that because (laughs) I, (laughs) if we could, if we had a magic pill, we would be teaching everyone, but we can't, we just have to know what to do with it. Right. But are there habits that might make it less common or less frequent? So, so for me, I'm, I'm, um, I'm always focusing on myself first thing in the morning. So I believe that you should give to yourself first and that you should work on yourself daily. So it's like self-care as well as self-discipline, I believe, will really help you to be better at handling challenges, handling tough situations, and just being able to say, you know what, I'm going to get up this morning because this is what I do every morning. I'm I'm either I'm going to exercise, I'm going to meditate, I'm going to read. I might watch a motivational video. Um, I'm going to do something that is going to make me a better person and going back to mood and energy and setting the tone for your day because things just go well when you're feeling good. So I think as women, we focus so much on work and taking care of everyone that we forget that, hey, what kind of joy can you bring to your own life? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And starting that, I, I, you know, I'm a giant fan of a morning routine. So I, you know, I love starting a day well, because it just gives you a leg up. I feel like if you, you've got that positivity and that energy that starts the day, then you've got a leg up on everything else. And so when those challenges come, when something comes that you are thinking, Ooh, I do not feel confident in this, right? I am really doubting myself, or I'm really doubting my skills, or I'm really doubting that I can, can even maybe do this at all. It allows you to work past that just a little bit harder, just a little bit you know, a little bit more. And those baby steps each time make it a tiny bit easier. They don't make it go away, but they make it easier, less time to push past it, less uh, energy to push past it. Right. It's challenging yourself because a lot of times the, what we think about is fight or flight. We usually want to (laughs) run. It's like, ah, let someone else do it. And so that's why sometimes it's best to challenge yourself without being placed in a crisis situation where your boss is like, hey, I need you to do this training and you can't sleep for an entire week. (laughs) (laughs) So we should begin to challenge ourselves. Like if you know there's this thing like speaking or dancing in front of whatever it is, like begin to work on that so that if you happen to have to do it, that you're at least comfortable enough to do it. 
So, yes. so challenge yourself. Like if, for example, we talked about applying for positions, apply for something that you would never <laughs> think about applying for, but just, just, you just don't know. Yes. Jessica, this is totally speaking my language because my word of the year is jump. And it is for things like jump for joy, like jump into something new, but it's also for an actual physical box jump because I have been terrified to even try it. I cannot get my body to even try it. And this year, a couple of months ago, I did one, a real one for the first time ever. And I finally conquered that fear. And, and it's not even conquered because I tr- I've tried again and I'm still terrified, but, <laughs> but I, you're speaking my language because I made this my word because I knew this was something that was so scary to me that I couldn't even get my mind to make my body try it. Like it was just fascinating to me that my mind was so in charge of my body that I couldn't even do it. And I thought I have to figure out a way to be able to convince myself that I can at least try it. Right. Because there are going to be a whole lot of other things in my life that I'm going to have to try. And so that practice I know has made other things that are scary, 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 a little bit easier to try because I have been practicing and practicing and practicing. So I just love that so much. Thank you. So smart. Jessica, we love to ask our guests um, the same couple of questions. And one is, when do you feel most like a super mom? I feel most like a super mom when I can crush it in my business and at home all in the same day. <laughs> yes. Because it's like there are so many things that go on. And it's like, sometimes it's like, okay, the house is clean, the laundry is done, dinner is done, but I did not get everything done that I needed to get done for my business. And then vice versa, I'm like doing rocking it in business and my husband is cooking and cleaning. Yeah, it's chaos. (laughs) So if I can do both, like that's really a super mom. (laughs) Yes, I love it. Me too. Um, what is one small step? So if moms are listening today and they want to get started, what's one small step that busy moms can do just to get started on, on getting, feeling that self-worth and getting rid of that self-doubt? So I would say if they want to really just start with what is one activity that you can do every single day that will bring you joy but also stretch you a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I think if you get in the habit of, again, finding joy every day, just one activity, but also stretching yourself a little bit every day, like sending an email or talking to a stranger. And I know for some people that's like, oh, that's so, but if you just start, I, I believe that you'll find that the story you've told yourself in your head is way, way worse than the reality of actually doing it. Yes. Yes. Those stories can get in our way for sure. Jessica, will you tell us how we can find you online for those that, um, that want to come find you? Absolutely. So I am on Instagram at Dr. Jess Houston on LinkedIn, Dr. Jessica Houston, or you can go to my website, expectingvictory.com or elitespeakersmentorship.com. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. This was a lot of fun. Thanks for listening to the Secrets of Supermom show. It doesn't have to end here. 
head over to secretsofsupermom.com and take the quiz to find out your personalized Supermom superpower. Or if you want to hang out in the next best thing to real life, join me at Secrets of Supermom on Facebook or Instagram. Big hug, y'all.